We finished yesterday, Perak Aleph, and the Talmidim. I'm debating if we should do a quick Chazar on Perak Aleph, or we should go to Perak Bays. By a show of hands, who wants we should do a quick Chazar on Perak Aleph? Oh my gosh. And by a show of hands, who wants we should go to Perak Bays? Okay, it seems to be unanimous. So, we're going to do a quick Chazar of Perak Aleph. The ideas, I'm, I'm going to say, you could follow along on the outside. I'm going to just summarize every one of the paragraphs, what the Rebbe over here taught us, what he's teaching us in the So the first paragraph, he starts out by saying that the Malachim, you're so lucky, the Malachim are so jealous of you. Every time you say a word of Torah, every time you say a word of Tefillah, and fire, streams of fire are coming out of your mouth, they turn to each other and they say, who is this kid? What's he doing? Who is he? Who gave him so much power? And the Abishir Hashem seems to be so proud of him. Like, what's going on? The Malachim think that they're the greatest things. They listen to Hashem like, like that, as soon as Hashem says something. And then they see this child and they, they can't fathom what's going on. And in the next paragraph, the Rebbe explained that, yeah, it's true, Hashem is so impressed with you and He's so happy with you. And at the same time, as happy as Hashem is from you and with you, you need to feel that happiness back. Because if you would be invited to be hanging out in the king's palace, and the king would be nice enough to share with you his plans, his secrets, his ideas, wouldn't you feel treasured that he feels you close enough, and as a friend, as important that he wants to share things with you? That's exactly our relationship with Hashem. He wants to feel, he wants to hear from you, he wants to talk to you, he wants to share with you his secrets, his secrets are the Torah, that's how he made the world. You want to know how to make a world? Learn the Torah. Hashem is tackled by Raisa by Alma. He looked into the Torah and he created the world. Hashem wants to share that with you. Hashem wants to have these moments with you. He wants to take care of you. He wants to hear what you have to say. And the problem is, as he says at the end of that paragraph, that you're a child and you're young and you're, you're a teenager and even maybe you're married, but you don't realize how impressive you are and how important you are in the eyes of Hashem. And I don't blame you, he says. Because how can you realize how great you are? How can you? How does one know? He says, that's why I'm here. I'm here to tell you how important you are, how impressive you are, and how all I want to do is open up your minds and hearts so you can see who you are. That's what I want you to know. That's what I'm here to do. Next paragraph, he talks about how the lovely child calls you, Bain Yakir, my child that I love. You might be scared to say and think, what is what is what does the Chavis Atami want from me? I'm just a child. I like to hang around. I like to schmooze. I like to play. I like to... Why is he making me into an adult already? I'm not ready to be an adult. I just want to enjoy my youth. I want to play computer games. I want to play basketball. I want to eat nosh. I mean, I don't, I don't want... I don't, I'm not looking to become an adult yet. I'm still... Don't rush me. Don't rush me. And the Rebbe responded and he says, I'm not rushing you. I want you to play. I want you to enjoy. I want you to schmooze with your friends. I want you to be having a social life. I want that. It's the same important as sitting and learning. And doing that, and as we discussed, but when you play basketball, play with Hashem. When you're schmoozing with your friends, do it with Hashem. When you're eating, do it with Hashem. Whatever you're doing, do it with Hashem. Hashem wants you to do that. And as we, as we explained, who gave you that urge, that desire to want to play basketball? Who gave you that urge and that desire to want to eat that pizza that looks so delicious? Hashem gave you that urge. I mean, he has no problem with you wanting to eat that pizza. Just make a bracha and say, 
would think, Hashem, I'm doing this, I have energy to learn, I have energy to daven. That's all he wants from you. He's not looking to turn you into the Vilna Gain tomorrow morning. He wants you to be a child. He wants you to be a bacher. He wants you to get there slowly. But you have to start realizing what you are. And he says, more importantly in the next paragraph, I'm not trying to force you to do anything. I, I'm not going to gain anything by forcing you. Nobody wants to do something when they're forced to do it. If your mother would ask you to clean your room, if you, please clean your room, you might want to do it. But if your mother says, you better clean your room, you and I know that you for sure don't want to clean your room. Maybe you'll do it because you're scared. But if she says you better, then you don't want to do it. He says, I don't want to tell you you better do something. Because then you for sure not going to want to do it. I want you to understand you. And if I understand you well, and you understand you well, you'll see that you're the one that wants to do this. You want to daven. You want to learn. You want to be a good Jew. You want to do tzedakah. You want to do gemilz chasad and bikr chayla machras etcetera. etc. You want to do that. That's who you are. He says, I want to explain to you the way Hashem talks about you. The way Hashem feels about you. He says, I'm going to gather some places in Chazal. And he says, and if he's wondering that, why, why is he making me into something? My father is not so special like this. My grandfather wasn't so special. My older brother, my uncle. We're a very nice family, Jewish family. We do, but like, why is he making me into something way more than I am? And he says, you don't realize who your fathers and grandfathers are. That's what we discussed. Maybe your grandfather was Shammai. Some Sefer, Mekiva, Rashi, Tesis, Rambam. You know? How do you know? Maybe your grandfather was Yishai Anavi. Maybe your grandfather was Dabra Melech. You know for sure your grandfather was Avram Avinu, Yitzhak and Yaakov. It might have been Yosef. It might have been Aaron So don't tell me my fathers were just simple people. Your fathers? Your fa- you know who your fathers were? You have no idea who your fathers were, your grandfathers, where you come from. And in fact, Chazal say, Eindam Nevi'im Hem B'nei Nevi'im Hem. If Christ all, if they themselves are not prophets, they're definitely children of prophets. We're all here, everything one over here, unless you're a ger, you probably, if you, come, if you don't come from a line of gerim, you're probably grandkids of the Nevi'im. Yechazkel Anavi, Yeshaya Anavi, Eliyoh Anavi, whoever, right? This is, it just makes sense, as we pointed out, that everybody today is an enical from Rashi probably five or ten times. Just, it just makes sense, the math, right? And that's only a thousand years ago. Go back to two thousand years ago, the times of the Tanaim. Go back three thousand years ago, the times of the Nevi'im. It's amazing. It's amazing. And he says, and I want to read to you a medrash. And we, we learned the medrash in Sardar. Because Baruch says that when the Sanhedrin went to Golos, Hashem didn't go into Golos. When the Kahanim and the Levi'im went to Golos, Hashem didn't go into Golos. But once the children went to Golos, Hashem says, so I have nothing to be here for anymore. If the children are not here, I have nothing to be here for. That means that Baruch treasures you that the moment that there are no children, the moment there are no Tinoiki Shabbos Rabban, then what, what, what does Hashem need to be there for? And Hashem wanted to go along with them. And he says, he pointed it out in a Pusik and he said for Yeshaya, Parakei Pusik Zion, we're going to the next stuff. I'm running through paragraph after paragraph. I hope these things are jogging your memory of things that we discussed. He says that Yeshaya Novi calls us the vineyard of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The vineyard has different vines. Every vine produces, this one's producing one bottle of wine. This one's producing three bottles of wine. And there's maybe one that's producing 20 bottles of wine. And if you're a young child, a young bucker, say, you're the small vine. But do you know what that vine's going to do in 10 years when it's fully grown? Or in 30 years when it's fully grown? Maybe the best wines in the world are going to come from you. You don't know what vine you are. And the Pasuk Yishaya says, Ki kerem Hashem tzavakli's beis Yisrael. You're the vineyard of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. V'ish Yehuda natasha shuv. The people of Yehuda are the, the planting of the ones that he loves. 
every one in Kaisal is a vine in the, the it, every one of us is a, a specific vine in the vineyard of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And he says, you don't know who you're going to be. Maybe you're going to be one day, the examples we gave her, Moshe Feinstein, or Peter Eger, some Sefer, Rashi, you don't know who you're going to be. You know what, 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 uh, what you're going to be for Kaisal. And maybe it's not going to be in terror. Maybe you're going to be in the Lashon that he said also is about the doctor. Maybe you'll be a rich man that serves that Kaddish Baruch Hu. You daven, you learn, you support Kailulim, you support Yeshivas. You sh- Maybe that's what you're going to be in life. But you still need to become the best you to be able to be that and do that. He says there's many people that I know that when they were younger, you couldn't tell anything about them. And then as they grew up, you see what they became. And so to the other way. There were so many people when they were younger, we were convinced they're going to be the next stars. And, I don't know, they didn't. What's the difference between the two of them? Did they take themselves seriously enough? If you take yourself seriously, of course you'll be successful. And we finished up yesterday. Says, I'm not saying there's no difference in children. Of course. Everybody has different kishrainas. You know what kishrainas means? Kishrainas means abilities. Everybody has different abilities in life. Some people are smarter. Some people have better memory. Some people hop things faster. Some people are just good-hearted people. Says, everybody's different. And we're not comparing anybody to each other. Everybody has to do it on their... At their pace, on their level, with their holding. But you, on your pace, on your level, where you're holding, do the best you can. And he says, and realize, and this is what he ended with, and we finished yesterday, the paraclet. Realize the weight that's on your shoulders. Because Klayosol's future is you. And you are Klayosol's future. Who is going to be the next Gedolim in Klayosol? Who's going to be the next Moshe Reichman in Klayosol? Who's going to be the next simple Erlich that sends his kids to Torah teaching schools that, to raise good Jewish children. Who's going to be those people if not you? Who's going to be the next Rabbi Yashiv? Who's going to pass in Shiloh in 45 years from now? Your friends, maybe you. So you, you have an unbelievable achrayas to yourself, to Klayas role, and then he finished up and you have an unbelievable achrayas to Hashem. Could you, could you imagine how Hashem would feel that he sent down this special neshama Let's say Rav Moshe Feinstein, but Rav Moshe Feinstein decided to not take himself seriously. Do you, you understand what, how hurt Hashem would be? I gave you abilities to become Rav Moshe Feinstein. Instead, you decided you wanted to be Harvey Wappenstein. You wasted such a precious gift. And maybe one of you can be that. And that's why, as much as, I'm not trying to get you down, he says. I'm not trying to get you down. I'm trying to bring you up and raise you up and tell you how special you are. But at the same time, realize that you have weight on your shoulders. Klyosol is dependent on you. On you. We have ten boys here. Somebody here is going to be a Gadol, a Rosh Hashiva, a Rosh Hashiva. Somebody's going to be something over here, right? It's just, it's on you. So therefore, it's a very heavy achayis, but at the same time, at the same time, it's, it's a very empowering feeling that you count and that you're important and that you have to take yourself seriously. Tomorrow, we're going to start Perak Shani, where he talks about that I'm worried that you're going to take yourself too seriously. At the same time, as much as we're saying how important you are, but don't let it get to you where it can become a pressure, because pressure can end up being a very bad thing, and it can also be a very good thing. So tomorrow we're going to continue with Perak Shani, we'll start Perak Shani to discuss that point.